0: What changed for me in terms of saying that I'm not just going to know what my purpose is and know that it's not what I'm doing right now and never act? What changed that idea and what empowered me? I realized that trying to confine and restrict my power was what I was doing, hopefully to be liked, to be accepted, to hopefully by having that liked and accepted feeling that I'd be able to move into what I, I wanted to do because someone would have to open the door for me. And what I'm realizing is that that doesn't happen. You kick down your own doors. And I think that that's the piece about own your power of really starting to recognize that there's a lot of waiting and hoping and wishing that many of us are doing instead of creating the opportunities, instead of making, instead of designing. And I think that that's extremely important in terms of the shift that needs to happen. You are listening to the Melanin and Medicine Podcast, the show that teaches Black women in medicine how to live more fulfilled lives and go from just surviving to thriving. I'm your host, Dr. Molara Wemedimo board-certified pediatrician for over 16 years, former associate professor, and mom of two who overcame a brain disorder to finally rediscover my purpose and in less than two years, turn it into profit and peace. As CEO and founder of two multi-six-figure companies, I now dedicate my life to supporting black women as an empowerment coach, work-life integration mentor, and business strategist. So whether it be pivoting into your purpose, owning your power, turning your purpose to profit, or creating a limitless legacy, my guests and I always have you covered. It's time to get inspired, get a plan, and get to work. Welcome to the Sisterhood. Hello, Mavens. How are you? It is Dr. O, and I am back with another episode, and this is a big one. Okay, so here we go. Today is our, drum roll please, 100th episode. Yes, yes. I wish I had some confetti so I could show it, throw it up in the air and and everyone would be excited and had some music. Next time. We'll figure that out next time. (laughs) Next one hundred. But super excited about this episode because fittingly, we're going to be talking about owning your power. This is extremely important. You're going to hear me talk a lot about what are the shifts that I needed to make and the fact that This month actually is going to be a really important month in our business. And as you know, melanin and medicine has really shifted from just helping women live more fulfilled lives by understanding their purpose, but really sitting in a space, the space that I occupy, where it was like, my purpose is this, but I'm staying here because I don't think I can reach that purpose and I'm playing small. And so... What we're doing is really, you know, as you know, supporting us to transform our purpose into something that we create, whether that be maybe a medical practice or a nonprofit or a business where you're leveraging your genius. We are about making sure that our purpose doesn't just sit there as a nice, figurehead, but is actually being manifested. And we don't rely on institutions or other places to make it happen for us and knowing and owning our power that we can actually make it happen for ourselves. I don't know if you all know, I am CEO of Melanin Medicine, of course, and Strong Children Wellness, which is a integrated practice. And both of those businesses are multi-six figure businesses. And one of the things also to know is that it has been, let me see, both of the, both of them are baby businesses, about two, almost two years old. If not both of them. All, yeah. Melanin medicine almost two years old. Strong Children wellness is two years old. We turned two pretty recently. And the thing about that of moving with that gusto and moving into that space of revenue really was manifested by making sure that my mindset said that that was going to be the outcome. And we're not finished, right? Both of, both of our businesses, we are gearing up for them to be seven-figure businesses. And the reason we're doing that is because right now what I've noted and what you probably know already is that Black women's hands are the best place for money to be And the reason I say that is it's been exciting to see both how both of those businesses create spaces for flexibility, for growth, and for freedom, not just for the owners, right, but for the employees. How, as we create the businesses that take into consideration the communities that often get pushed to the side, whether that be Black women physicians or whether that be Black and Brown communities for our practice. We know that we're able to put stellar quality in our services. And so I want all of you, if you haven't, if you're sitting on an idea and you haven't owned your power, that you can actually make that happen, then we got work to do, okay? So one big thing that I do want you to know is that you can do this. One of We have a bootcamp called Own Your Power Bootcamp that you can definitely pick up in our main links, which is at bit.ly forward slash Melanin Medicine Co. But more importantly, we actually have an accelerator. The accelerator is called Idea to Impact. And you'll find that in the show notes. But once again, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Melanin Medicine Co to get all of the deets. But this accelerator is taking those of you who are sitting on an idea, watching it, develop cobwebs, thinking about it, hoping, praying, guessing, wishing, instead of doing and making it happen. And so what we do is in one day, yes. So all you need is to take off on call and get some backup for just one day, a Saturday, October 16th, we are actually going to turn that idea into a business plan that will grow and that you will profit from. So it's taking it out of your head, making it 2D so that it can become 3D. And that's the only way, okay? We can't think it and then it's going to rise up. We have to make the space and time. So if you are tired, and and that was what I did, just so you know, I think back about making the space and time to do this work and thinking now as the CEO of two multi-six figure businesses, how did this happen? And it literally started with just making that space, having one day. So whatever you invest into this, right? I want you to think from the vantage point of a owner of your business, nonprofit, practice, whatever it is, and what would she do? I want you to think like that. So this is what we're going to do. You can go to bit.ly forward slash melanin medicine code to apply to join our accelerator. Apply. Yes, we don't just let people pay and come into the accelerator because it is a sacred space. It is a space for ideas, a, a space for growth. And a space for you to be transformed. And so we are uber protective about it. We wanna check what it is that you're interested in doing, making sure that that makes sense and that we can really support you in that day. And then we'll get started and send you the link to enroll if you're accepted. So please apply, okay? This is important. This is the important stuff. I know you got stuff to do, but this is important. This could. Give you the freedom so that you don't have to go in every day. You don't have to do everything, you know, for everyone. You have the bandwidth and the income to be able to delegate. You have the ability to adjust your own hours. And those are the things like the income is good, right? But the ability to be able to be at home with my kids, if I want to and virtual school them. The ability to go take a nap in the middle of the day because I have multiple sclerosis. That is how we're owning our power. That is how we're moving into the next level of our lives. And when we do that, we have now the capacity to bring other people into that first class life and do the same for them. So I hope that you'll strongly consider all of our programs, but definitely October 16th, Idea to Impact Accelerator. And yeah, I know that you probably already got your life from this <laughs> short message, but keep on going. Go, Let's go to the episode. And I hope that you really learn your own, your power. And please, you know, blow out candle or something for me for my happy 100. Thank you for being able to support us to get to this moment. And we'll be bringing you 100 more. Let's get to the episode hi everyone once again it's omalara I'll introduce myself in a second but we're going to be talking about my own your power journey I think it's really important because most of my work has been directly providing services with clients but then kind of seeing people who who realized that they weren't in their purpose and knew that they had to pivot but then there was this space where people were like no, I'm gonna stay in this place of struggle, and I'm not gonna move because I'm I'm worried and I'm scared. And realize that there was a space here that I had been missing, which was about being empowered to move into the pivot that that you want to, right? Because it's not just once I know it then I move. Because if we did that, <laughs> things would be a lot easier. And so I want to talk about my power journey, what I'm learning from it, and hoping that that can be helpful. For you all, especially if you're dealing with this same struggle, I know for me, if you would have asked me if this right now would be my life, me going on Instagram Live, starting a community, me teaching, me putting out courses, all of these things, I would have laughed in your face. (laughs) I would have been like, not I, the introvert who is still the introvert. I was a happily sat, okay, not that happy, but a salaried employee (laughs) and praised for basically having an amazing work ethic, right? With the hope that, you know, if I just kept my head in the ground and kept going, things would operate in the right way. And I think that for me, moving into owning my power was I was pushed. I didn't run into this, but I was pushed when I realized that all of these doors kept closing. And I either was going to have to think about, okay, how do I conform? And maybe maybe I'll just have to settle versus I don't want to settle. And I guess that's the that my mom and me, but I chose the latter. I didn't want to settle. And I had to start thinking creatively about how do I do the things that I want to do, but maybe not in the way that people have designated that I should do them. And I'm hoping that touches all of you because what changed for me were a few things. So I wrote them down because I was like, I'm not going to remember all this, but I was writing earlier today. What changed for me in terms of saying that I'm not just going to know what my purpose is and know that it's not what I'm doing right now and never act? What changed that idea and what empowered me? I realized that trying to confine and restrict my power was what I was doing hopefully to be liked, to be accepted, to hopefully by having that liked and accepted feeling that I'd be able to move into what I I wanted to do because someone would have to open the door for me. And what I'm realizing is that that doesn't happen. You kick down your own doors. And and I think that that's the piece about own your power of really starting to recognize that there's a lot of waiting and hoping and wishing that many of us are doing instead of creating the opportunities, instead of making, instead of designing. And I think that that's extremely important in terms of the shift that needs to happen. It's one of the things we definitely talk about. We talk about a lot of things that really help for someone to go from I don't want to be here and but I'm scared to act to I don't want to be here and I'm empowered to act and change my life I honestly say it all the time and I think I tweeted about it a lot of people because of that lack of empowerment and that lack of owning your power a lot of legacies are being lost they're never being cultivated and so that scares me to death and I'm trying to think about, what it would have looked like if I hadn't gotten MS, if I hadn't had doors closed when I really needed them to be open, and if I, if I didn't decide that, hey, I'm going to try and make my own doors and open them. One of the other realizations that helped me change and shift was realizing that being liked was costing me my life. It was keeping me in the office for hours on end. It was keeping me busy doing the things everyone else wanted. It was stopping me from resting It was stopping me from asking for what I wanted. Being liked was costing me my life because it was not letting me enjoy my family. It was stopping me from trying new things. It was keeping me stagnant and small. When I started to have that realization and that unsettled feeling, and I'm wondering if any of you have felt that unsettled feeling where you're just like sitting in something and you're just like, "Mm -mm. mm-mm, this is not for me, not for me. When I felt that and finally was compelled to advocate for my position, like the thing that was keeping me in that space for that to change. <laughs> and that was like more consolidation of my roles, more money, more support. That was going to be what I needed, even though I had given so much to this place and this institution, I was told that I should probably leave. I remember that, like, and I was told that twice by two white men. <laughs> and. One white woman told me that I needed to prove myself. And if there was anything that helps, I think, us move into empowerment is being doubted and being questioned. And I want you guys to think about When has your worth and your value been questioned? If it's being questioned constantly, that's not healthy. That's not safe. And so what we need to do is we need to let go of what other people are thinking and need to let go of this idea that everything has to be certain for us to be able to move. Because if we continue that way, we're not moving anywhere because nothing is certain, right? So how do we let go of that need What I'm realizing is that institutions, honestly, this is kind of hard for me to say because I feel like I was a victim of it, but a lot of the institutions and the spaces that we work in, a lot of them are banking on the fact, and listen to me, I'm going to say this slowly, they're banking on the fact that we believe that there's nothing out there so that they can take advantage of us for as long as they can. As long as they can keep that idea that there's nothing out there that is better than the smallness that you have inside of the place that you're in or that unsettled feeling. If they can have you believe that and add certain titles and things and, you know, here's an award. If they can make you believe that for as long as possible then they are excited because when you don't believe that, the goal is, well, they'd rather kind of trade you out for someone younger who maybe still believes that lie, right? That there's nothing else. Like this is the pinnacle of where where you can be. And that's not to say that some of our purpose is not in academia. I I was a diehard academic, but I'm saying that if you're evolving, if you're feeling evolution, if you're noticing that, hey, this is not vibing for me, the idea that people, even not just, it's not just the system, but it's people in that, in those settings, saying to you that, why would you even consider something else That's really hard to kind of grasp, that someone would say that they can tell you where you belong at a certain moment in time. All right, real talk. So everyone's told you how lucky you are. You overcame all the obstacles as a Black woman to become a doctor. You're excellent at your craft. you built a great reputation for yourself in your career. And your family and friends always tell you about how proud you must be at what you've accomplished. But right now, no matter how much you try to ignore it, you know there's something missing. You know you are meant for more. Let me know if this is familiar. Right now, you're an amazing doctor, but you feel drained in your work or aren't sure how long you can continue. You achieve so much, but somehow you still feel unfulfilled. Or you're unable to do the things you love because you're consumed by your work, most of which you aren't that passionate about anymore. And sometimes you even lay awake thinking about your great idea, but then dismiss it as unrealistic. But imagine if you could do the work that you love that invigorates you instead of drains you. Create work where you finally have some flexibility on how you spend your time and have the space to do the things you enjoy. You could stop dreading the work week and you could create the impact that you want without being put in a box. And what if you can make income that surpasses your salary and doesn't require you proving to someone that you're worth it? you know you need to do this, but you keep telling yourself entrepreneurship is too risky and you're not cut out for it. You have so many other things to do, or you know what you want, but you don't have the clear plan and don't have time to put together a strategy. And you definitely don't have the support system or the people you need to help guide you in this journey. And you might have to learn new skills and new information and just is going to be too much. Well, I think that you're settling for good enough and it's time to transform your purpose into a profitable business and create the impact, the income and freedom you were meant to make. So I want you to check out our purpose to profit incubator, the only business incubator specifically for black women doctors that provides integrated coaching, classes, combined with a safe community of aspiring black women doctor entrepreneurs. And in 12 weeks, We help Black women doctors take their idea to income and build the foundation for a profitable and scalable business. This is not too good to be true. It exists, and I want you to apply so that we can figure out how you can turn your purpose to profit. Make sure you check out the link at bit.ly forward slash purpose to profit apply. That's bit.ly forward slash purpose to profit apply. I look forward to looking at your application and seeing how we can support you in building your table. In the words of June Jordan, like a lot of Black women, we've always had to invent the power our freedom requires. Talk soon. I'm telling you my journey because I think it's important to know that the things that I'm teaching, the things that I share, are all things that, because of the grace of God, I've been able to have time to reflect on and Learn and think about, and then say, you know what, I want to write about this or I want to do a video about this. And my introverted self says, is more compelled by going past the fear of being in front of people to like sharing it and hoping that it actually transforms people so that they can get rid of that belief sooner than I did and earlier than I did. Because the trick is that if we can get to a point where none of us believe that lie, right? None of us believe that the place that we are is our best ticket and there's nothing else that we can give even when we feel like it's time to shift. Even when we realize we're always thinking about what if, what if, but people around us are saying, nope, that's crazy. The trick is to get us all on that same page and know that the places that we are at and the places that we've been at, they actually needed us much more than we've ever needed them, okay? They have actually needed us much more than we've ever, ever needed them. Why I'm here is to share that because I think that revelation really just changed my life. That revelation of knowing that, hey, this place that I'm at is not the end-all be-all. That joy, success, abundance is still available to me even more, even if I step out because who I am and what is for me is not defined by this person and it's defined by God and and what what they want for my life. And so if there is an issue with you guys about, am I in a space, I know I need, I feel stuck and I know what I want to do, but I'm very scared to act, understanding that Honestly, that's the goal for many of the places that we're in. They don't want us to feel empowered enough and they don't want us to feel like we can shift when we need to. And that may mean, that doesn't mean leaving your job or anything. It means shifting into the role that you need to be. Some of you need to stay in the institution, but need to be in a different role because you've outgrown where you are. And that's why you're feeling tension. Some of you need to stay, but need to have certain boundaries because they're working you for the five jobs even though they're paying you for one. These are the things. This is not about becoming an entrepreneur or not. This is about thinking about what is it that you need and being honest with yourself and then saying to someone who can help you make that decision, of you're going to give this to me or not so that you can be informed about what the next steps are rather than shying away from the conversation and kind of staying stuck and feeling like, well, this is all I have when we haven't even had that courageous conversation. So what's my goal? Honestly, this is not going to be long. I wanted to basically come on because I think the journey of revelation for me has been extremely important. And let me know if any of this is resonating with any of you who are watching <laughs> because I want to make sure. And I also want you to share. I try to make sure that this is messaging that can go out and be relevant to a lot of women, especially Black women in medicine who I serve. But tag people, share it with people. And I know that many of you probably need this because if many of you who I've had calls with is the reason that I did this. this? Is the reason that I created this because I felt like there's something missing that people need, and and a lot of us are staying stagnant, not getting the support, not investing in the help that we need because we're not feeling empowered to do so, and you know that's a, a sadly a systemic consequence of kind of messages telling us that we're not powerful, and so we need more messages and no, more courses and more information that help us to remind us how powerful we are and also gives us tools on things that we can do around our mindset to remember that. Because a lot of people, when we're thinking about building things or building our legacy, we're always talking about the mechanics and how to do it, but we never talk about the mindset. And I felt like if my mindset was not right, whatever I built was on a shaky foundation. And so I know that everyone wants to like, do all of the bells and whistles and put the marketing and the sales and the delivery. But if that is the goal for you to pivot into something, or if you're deciding to get promoted and you're putting together your CV and all of that, if your mindset is still at the small, safe, silent, struggling space, that's the foundation you're building this thing on. And that's not good foundation. It's going to fall. I think one of the things that we have to be aware of is that with the privilege that many of us who are in medicine, specifically in physician roles, we have to learn how to yield. Like if we have that privilege, then then if we're not advocating for ourselves, those that don't have the privilege how can we even set like the system straight for them to be able to advocate for themselves? So I, I think of this as like a personal goal, but also a goal for the impact. Like me advocating for myself is one more ding to the system that is trying to say that we should not advocate for the things that we need, right? And so the goal is you can ask for a raise, but no one should be able to tell you, no, you don't, you don't deserve it. Because how can another person put value on how much you deserve? And that was one of the things that really I was running into that led me to say, I I can't sit in this system anymore. I have to think about other ways that I can determine what my future is going to be. Because those are my kids, my legacy. And I don't want this person, however they look, to be the ones who tell me what my life is going to look like and the future generations of my life. So anyway, I could go on, as you know, (laughs) I'm talkative. But those of you who are on, make sure you please tag a friend who needs to hear this. Make sure you share. All right, take care, everyone. Have a good evening. Bye.